0: beyond
1: the mic with sean Dillon. we're joined on starline by a man who is witness to history at the age of 28 he was assigned to be on president kennedy's motorcade the fateful day in dallas his memoir of november 22nd 1963 is the final witness a kennedy secret service agent breaks his silence after 60 years we welcome author of the book paul
0: landis good morning sean how are you
1: Absolutely great, Paul. Let's go beyond the mic. You didn't talk about the assassination for forty-five years. Why was this story hidden for so long?
0: The whole experience was pretty traumatic for me. I just it took me quite a few months to uh, push all the memories uh, that were going through my mind, and I, I just refused to read anything. I'd been there. I'd seen what happened. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't know anything about. Trauma and post-traumatic, uh, you know, stress syndrome. It was, I just didn't want to talk about it. And then uh, one day, former police chief from Shaker Heights, Ohio, gave me a book. And uh, I figured, well, maybe it was about time that I, I read, started reading something that was happening, uh, going on and I struggled with that for a while finally opened the book and I'm reading through it and uh, I'd been comfortable with what I'd heard at that point and then I came to uh, a point, this was Six Seconds in Dallas uh, written by Isaiah Thompson and I came to a point in the book where they were talking about this uh, magic bullet and I saw a picture, picture of it, and they were claiming this came from Governor Connolly's gurney, it. It and in my mind it was like, no, that's wrong. That's the bullet I found, and that's the bullet I placed on uh, President Kennedy's uh, exam table while they were starting to uh, perform what I thought they were going to be performing the uh, autopsy at that time. But it, everything was so confusing going through. Uh, we left the room, and uh, I, w- I was relieved and happy that I'd done what I'd done. I'd saved, saved this bullet, put it where it needed to be, where it will be found and be helpful.
1: You saved evidence. Why do you think the Warren Commission never interviewed you?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not in any position to answer that. They didn't answer any of the Interview any of the agents that were in the follow-up car that, that witnessed the whole thing, other than Clint Hill, who made his heroic dash from the follow-up car to uh, to the limo, and he was able to climb up and, and cover the uh, Mrs. Kennedy and the president's body.
1: Clint Hill brought you onto the Secret Service detail for Jackie Kennedy back in October of 1962. How has your friendship continued throughout these years?
0: We, we pretty much stayed in touch. I think just time, you drift apart, which is still considered. Uh, I still consider Clint to be a good friend. I haven't talked to him uh, since the book came out. So <clears throat> it's just been tons of interviews and too much going on at this point. So,
1: How do you overcome the damage of that November day? What have you done in the days since?
0: Well, I, I I have no idea. I think just time time took uh, time worked in my favor. Once I thought I'd been uh, been rid, forgotten uh, over everything, but it wasn't until I wrote the book, and at the end, uh, I I knew it wasn't going to be the end. But I had to write it down, and once I, I typed that in uh, to the end of at the end of my script, I just started crying, and I stared at my computer screen for about ten minutes. The tears just flowed, and I hadn't realized that that up to that point, uh, that I'd had all these feelings and emotions that was still buried. Um, since then it's, it's still, it's, it's been a huge relief. And every time I, every interview, every time I talk, it's a little easier uh, to talk about it now. So
1: you thank all the people who helped you write the final witness, who is the one person who made the biggest impact in this book?
0: No question about it. Holly witchy. She was a, a professor. She was a, a case. She was a colleague where I was working part time at the, uh, western reserve historical society um i was toying with with writing a book and trying to think how to do it and uh, holly happened to walk by and asked me what was going on and i i told her and she says maybe i can help you uh let's get together for lunch and we went across the street two weeks later at the cleveland botanical garden and uh, we had lunch and she said i can help you with all the technical and everything but you got to write the book i'm not going to write anything for you it's got to be in your work." and that that was a big relief for me Uh, because people said offered to write yeah my story and do everything but Nobody else could tell my story like I could. And I was insisting it had to be in my word. So Holly got me over the hump there. We we met every week for about three years on a Saturday. And I would write. She would come in, edit, and say, okay, what next? Let's talk about this. And I would write for the next week. She'd come in. We just we worked our way through the book that way.
1: It's time for one big question with Paul Lendis, author of the final witness, a Kennedy secret service agent breaks his silence after 60 years beyond the mic. Paul, what do you think is the truth and will it ever be truly revealed?
0: I, uh, I don't think we'll ever know the, uh, the final answer. There are too many, too many answered questions. Yes. I just, I'm just happy I wrote what I saw and what I did, and I'm, hopefully this is going to help a little bit in, in resolving some of the conspiracy theories that are out there.
1: There are people who doubt your story. Why should people read The Final Witness and judge for themselves?
0: If they don't know the story and they don't have all the facts, all they're doing is speculating. They, have, they got an agenda. I don't.
1: There are still too many unanswered questions. Read The Final Witness. A Kennedy Secret Service agent breaks his silence after 60 years. Maybe you'll see something differently. Author Paul Landis, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. And
1: that, my friends, is I'll be on the mic shortcut.